This podcast should not be considered as medical or legal advice. If you are looking for such advice, then do contact a licensed professional. But please find someone that has a brain and can think critically about what's going on in the world today. This is the Collective Resistance Podcast with your hosts, Leo and Fabiola. We will be discussing why we find ourselves resisting the narratives of the Common Collective, as well as why the Common Collective resists new information. Then God said, Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea, and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the animals and over all the creatures that move along the ground. Genesis 1.26 I used to sell cars in my late teens, and I briefly went back to it in my mid-20s when finding another job in my technical sales field was challenging. I sold Volvos back in 2004 for about four to five months. I ended up finding a technical sales gig, so I didn't stay in it long, but it paid the bills, and I met some interesting people. Only a couple of days of my employment there stand out in my memory. One was the day I sold my father a brand new Volvo SUV, and the other was a day that I met a rather strange fellow on the showroom floor who was looking at the new cars on display while his older car was being serviced. I chatted him up as a salesman, and because that's what we're asked to do most often. You never know who may be buying a new car while their old one is getting worked on. Long story short, we ended up sitting down at my cubicle and he educated me about something called chemtrails for over an hour. I'd never heard of chemtrails before, and I'll be honest, I thought the whole topic was pretty bizarre. Chemtrails were not something being talked about in the news. I hadn't heard anyone even notice the trails behind airplanes as they raced across the sky. But as time went on, the topic of chemtrails got rebranded as cloud seeding and later as geoengineering. And now Bill Gates is funding extensive research and positioning this past conspiracy theory as what will stem the bleeding of climate change or whatever it's being marketed to nowadays. Fast forward to this past fall of 2021, my wife and I are researching ways to strengthen our autonomy and sovereignty as we route through the challenges that the COVID pandemic has brought to the public at large. We then get exposed to an idea of, in quotes, getting out of the system. I actually don't know what else to call it because we found several different groups across the world who are forging different paths, but all these paths seem to appear to have similar themes driving them, even though some of their vocabulary and group focus seems varied. These groups are teaching people that they're being sold down the river, quite literally. The river starts when you are born of your mother's water. Yeah, let's dive in. It's wild. Many people assume they have rights over the government when it comes to their children. After all, you are the parents, the ones who love your children, gave birth or raised them. What if I told you this is only a half-truth? What if I told you that you had no real rights to your child and the rules for raising them? You would laugh and tell me I'm a moron, right? Don't worry, I know. It doesn't make me wrong, though. So far, there is no evidence to disprove me. 
what you think of your parental rights is actually usage rights. Usage rights doesn't really mean you have the right to use something as you see fit or own something outright. It means you can use the item or, in this case, raise the child within the confines of the rules of the government. Think on this. How does Child Protective Services across the country have so much power? Why? They can take your children without warrant or notice for the most trivial of reasons. So how do they get this power? This all has to do with law. Before I get into what makes it there, I will explain a bit about old maritime law. You see, in the time of the big sail ships that hauled cargo around the world, there was certain agreed-upon rules that every country followed with foreign cargo vessels. These rules eventually became maritime law and were adopted procedures and law for other things, including registering a child's birth. Here is how the old maritime law works. A ship laden with cargo in its hold would come to a port of a nation. The captain would register the cargo in the ship with the harbor master. The harbor master would take possession of the cargo into the harbor's warehouses for safekeeping until the captain would find a buyer for the goods and sell it. Until then, it was kept in trust and protection by the harbor master. So the captain did not have to worry about anyone else stealing that cargo or selling it behind his back. It also ensured the good behavior of the captain and crew because if they did anything wrong, like break a local law, they could confiscate that cargo and jail the crew or captain. Now, I'll translate this into modern times. A ship laden with cargo, the pregnant mother, would come to a port of a nation, the government-licensed hospital. The captain, the father, would register the ship and its cargo. Mother is registered at a hospital to give birth. The harbor master, government-licensed doctor, then removes cargo, the baby, from the ship, the mother, and it is registered with the harbor master, the government. At this point, the cargo, the baby, is under the control and protection, a ward, of the harbor master, the government, until such time as the captain, the father, could find a buyer, which is the uh, meaning of marriage in this particular example, for the cargo of the baby. Until that time, the cargo, again the baby, remains in the care of the harbor master, which is the ward of the state. The captain, the father, has to follow the rules of trade, which are the rules of raising the child within the land, which is the country that you are residing in. And if they do something that goes against the local laws, the harbor master, the government child protection services, then could confiscate the cargo the child, and jail the captain, the father, and crew if warranted. Now, this is 2015 when this particular piece is being written, and we live in a so-called modern society, but this is still true as it hasn't changed in centuries. This also explains a few other things in our lives that most people don't even think about. This is also why uh, the queen is also known as Queen Mum, not because she is old and has children of her own, but because technically, according to the propaganda, the queen is the head of the state of Canada and England, and we are all her children via the registry system. Why women are handed off to a groom at a wedding, the captain is selling his cargo and transferring ownership, and also why fathers had a huge say in the past on who their daughter would marry. It's not the only reason by far, but it's a big one. And why, as well, are children uh, considered property or dependents until they reach the age of maturity? 
England was the original country this practice was used on human beings, and now to this day, to the banker's influence on the world, almost everyone is registered. This is also huge because as parents, you don't really have real rights to your property. And yes, the child is a human being. I understand this, but you created that child. Your DNA created it. That means that uh, it had to find a way to, they had to find a way to trick you into giving up the rights to your property. So the birth registry is the way. This is also why in Canada and the U.S., you get a baby bonus check or a tax write-off. They tell you it is to help you pay for expenses of the child. In reality, that is a partial truth. It is for the expenses of the child, but it is also payment for taking care of the ward of the state that you gave them. They are paying you to take care of the child you gave up ownership rights to. If you hadn't registered that child, it would be 100% your child. There have been a few rare cases where a parent did not register their child at birth. In one case, I read the mother had three children and one was not registered. Child Protective Services came and removed the children from the home because the mother didn't comply with demands from the school for some legal reason. The next day after the children had been removed, the police brought the one child who wasn't registered back, stating, this one isn't ours, it's yours, and left. There are other cases where children are appearing at the age of 16 trying to obtain jobs and can't uh, because they don't exist in the government's eyes because they were never registered. And since people in this country think you have to hire only people with a social security number, these people are unable to obtain work legally. Side note, think of all items you register in your life with the government. The same applies to each one, your car, your boat, your home. None of this is yours after that registration. It's all theirs, and they can make rules for it all because you got tricked into thinking you had to register your property with them. Now, when you realize the the above as truth, the rest of what happens makes sense. The ability of the government to legally force you to send your child to their schools, to strangers each day, the ability of the government to decide what medical treated, treatment options are available for children, the rules for raising them or feeding them or housing them or disciplining them or nurturing them. And why then one of these rules is perceived to be broken Child protection comes in and removes the child depending on which rule is broken. So that particular piece that I just read, um, you know, that was me on the front end there, but then uh, we had that piece, which was from Freedoms and Truth, which is a blog. Uh, Now that particular individual is uh, Canadian. They're talking about Canada, but what Fabi and I are going to talk a little bit here is how we've been learning about this and, and finding out that this is kind of a movement that's happening all over the world. Uh, but before we get into that, Fabiola, how are you? I'm good, Leo. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Here we are, uh, 10 minutes into the uh, fifth season of the Collective Resistance Podcast. Mm-hmm. And the topic that we are trying to conquer this season is really big and when I found out about it, it completely blew my mind. In other seasons, we were talking about law, we're talking about the Constitution, about protections that we have, and now we come to find out that that is not actually true. Yeah, and, you know, just kind of preface something here, um, initially here, you know, these are big topics. You know, we, we actually thought we had a big topic last season when we were getting into... Um, 
Allison McDowell and the metaverse yeah. and stuff and, and social impact finance. We thought finance. that was big. <laughs> we thought that was big. Well, we had no idea. We had no idea. We yeah. have no idea that the system that we currently work in presumes that we are dead entities. Yeah, and so that's that a... They, the, when we say they, we can say, you know, the powers that be, we can say bankers, we can say the crown. <laughs> Whoever came up with the system and disseminated it throughout the world basically created a version of ourselves through a birth certificate that is not ourselves, but that they own and they trick us into thinking that we are that entity. Yeah, and so so what kind it's of... It's very confusing at first. <laughs> well, and again, in order to eat this elephant, I think it's important to kind of mention how we, we came to this. And I mentioned it a little bit in the preamble to me reading that, that blog post, uh, which again, I just want to give that gentleman credit. It is Freedoms and Truth blog, which is freedomsandtruth.wordpress.com. We'll share in the show notes. We'll share in the show notes. And this particular... Uh, entry was called Truth About the Birth Registry System. Um, and uh, uh, essentially, we were looking for ways to, um, I mean, specifically, we were having a lot of uh, um, distrust in what was going to happen if they were thinking about rolling out these vaccinations, you know, and saying, hey, this could be mandatory and, and, you know, God forbid it should be anything like we were seeing in countries like Austria and whatnot, where they were going to Australia, force, Canada. Yeah, they were going to force vaccinate, and we were like, well, we were we had been hearing things for months um, that you don't really own your children, you know, and and uh, they're they're really actually property of the government, and they're just on loan to you. And mm -hmm. again, that seemed like a conspiracy theory, but we kept researching and we kept getting little tidbits that seemed like okay yes it seems like it's reinforcing this idea that that they're actually just on loan to you now when and it's not only the children but you were a child at one point and your mother and your father registered you with through the birth certificate because as i thought and everyone that i know probably thinks this is what you do when a baby's born you get a birth certificate <laughs> so it's all of us not just the children but we as parents uh, are always looking out for how to protect our children and that's how we stumbled across this whole movement actually the first time i heard of it it was just last fall um through the Health Freedom for Humanity event that happened in Kansas City. A couple of friends of ours went to the event and they started talking about this this person named Robert Michael and how he is in the world, but not of the world, meaning like he's in the system, but not of the system and how we are all in the system, but not of the system. And we have actually a clip we want to play by a, former sergeant his name is robert leroy horton so he used to be a u.s army civil affairs and psychological operations commander and he explains this in he goes back in history a little bit and explains how the system came to be and in that clip there's also a lady named karen hides and she's a former world bank lawyer and she was being interviewed so there are some clips of that interview, just to give you guys a point of reference of what we're talking about. 
We go back to the beginning. This is a very old Masonic system that's operating here on planet Earth, and it is all based upon shipping and postal wars that have morphed into banking wars. Okay, so the three really work together hand in hand, but the banking warfare has really kicked off here as of late in relation to this whole thing. So when you're born here on this planet, or here on this planet, you are born of the water, right? Because this is a shipping war. You're all captured in a shipping warfare that you're unaware of that you've been captured into. So when you're born, you're born of your mother's water. And you are docked as a vessel by a doctor who is a registered harbor master by the port authorities and authorized by the Department of Transportation. And when you are docked by the doctor, you are then harbored in the harbor in a vessel in dry dock known as a hospital, which is considered to be a boat parked on the land. Okay? But when you're born and harbored by the harbor master in this vessel in dry dock, you are considered a ward of the state. So you are placed into a maternity ward. Why are you a ward of the state? Because you have not yet been brought under the laws of this old school Masonic system. Now, how they get you into this old school Masonic system is with the birth certificate. So you're considered a ward of the state or an outlaw because you're not yet under the laws of the old Masonic system until your mother signs a birth certificate. This is a commercial instrument, okay? This is saying that you are now owned and under the laws of this Masonic system, but you are owned and that you are nothing more than a piece of cargo or a vessel or a dead person that's presumed to be missing, dead, or lost at sea, right? Once you're legged into this massive corporate construct, and it's a global construct, you are then subject to the laws of the state. State of affairs, not state of California or state of Nevada. We're talking global state of affairs. You're legged into the state. It's in favor of the banks. It's certainly not in favor of the people. What happens when you have a child? Is Your child is given a social security number. They estimate how many taxes your child is going to pay over his or her lifetime. And they went, they take that birth certificate and they issue it on the capital markets and they earn money on it. Once that happens, you are then under the laws of this entire global construct. I'm saying something much worse, actually. What I'm saying is that when every citizen goes into the court system, they are not seen there as themselves a US citizen. They're seen as the person who had their birth certificate pledged. You're there as a debtor. You're not there as a citizen. We have been converted from human beings that are citizens of the Republic of the United States into chattel. Chattel, that is a legal term for something which is property. We are now considered to be property of the Federal Reserve. We're not considered to be human beings and citizens of the United States. Now, did you write down again who that... that uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, her name is, I, I said in the beginning. No, but I just can remember what her role was. She I, was a former World, Bank, uh, former World Bank lawyer. Okay, okay. I mean, she is. She's probably still 
So now that's what uh, the uh, the sergeant there was going over was basically what I read Mm -hmm. earlier. Mine was a little bit more um, had a little bit more uh, detail, but but he was a little more concise there. Um, So if you didn't get it in 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 the blog post one, then then this was a little bit more uh, succinct description of that. But um, really, I want to key in on a couple of things. Number one. You know, Fabi and I were were interested in the birth certificate because we were like, okay, well, what is it as far as the reason why we don't own our children? And and part of it, at least in this explanation, is that we have signed over the rights to the uh, the state by signing on to that that uh, birth, birth certificate, certificate when the child is born. And even prior to that, whatever license you get and we'll get more into that as the season goes when we got married we went to get a marriage license by getting a marriage license that now means that our union is also a property of the state so whatever fruits of that union, whatever products from that union would then be also automatically owned by the state so it's it's not that we are these entities that the state creates. We're not a piece of paper. We know that. But we end up getting to the system under the assumption that, okay, this piece of paper actually validates who you are. But it's not who you are as you were created by creator, universal energy, whatever you want to call it, whatever created us and put us on this planet, it's a creation. It's an artificial create uh, creation by this. Some people call it the Masonic system. Some people call it, you know the the bankers of the world. Some people call them the shadow <laughs> government. <laughs> the, whoever orchestrates, you know, whatever is actually going on with the pandemic right now. So then we think here we are. We are sovereign beings created by God, but we don't act like sovereign beings created by God, by God's law. We actually act like entities that were created by this system. And because um, we um, we go by those names, you know, of my name, Fabiola um, Hart, in this system, my name is put together in all capital letters. And that's the entity. That's not me. So whenever you sign your name with all capital letters, you are affirming that you are that entity that the state created. Which means whatever laws that the state creates, they apply to they apply to you, but they don't protect you. Yeah, and so first of all, boom. <laughs> boom. I mean, we can summarize real quick what he said. So, and what we have been saying, when you're born, you're born in your mother's water. So, we are in a shipping and postal war, like back in the days, which morphed into a banking war. So, we are captured in a shipping war, and we are born of the waters, because really, we're in the waters when we're in our mother's womb. And so, so, the mother now delivers you at a hospital and so you would die you were talked i mean this is serious it sounds it sounds crazy well, it's, but it's, it's maritime serious. law right it's maritime law your doctor's a vessel by the doctor and the doctor is registered 
as a harbor master. Probably the doctor doesn't even know that. Yeah. <laughs> as a harbor master um, by the Port Authority and the Department of Transportation. So then you're harboring the harbor as a vessel in the dry dock at the hospital. Um, you were born and harbored by the harbor mess master in this vessel in dry dock. I mean, this vessel, your body, your vessel. And you are a ward of the state and you are placed into the maternity ward. I mean, they call it the maternity ward. Well, and, and before you go on, this is going to be an important thing because yeah. we we take a lot of language for granted. Mm-hmm. And, and we just think, okay, we call it x because we call it x right yeah. but but uh we don't we don't really give thought to the meaning of the words and we don't break it down and what we're learning is that we need to go back to the definition of words and break down words yeah definitely so then you're born in the harbor um born in the harbor by the harbor master in this vessel in dry dock so you're not in the waters anymore now you're in the dry dock you are a ward of the state and you're placed into the maternity ward um and so when you are at the ward you are in the state you have not been yet you they say you are in the ward because you haven't been brought under the laws of this the system that we're in so that's why you're on the ward while the paperwork is going through and so they get you into the system with the birth certificate you are then considered a ward of the state until your mother signs the birth certificate the birth certificate is a commercial instrument and and i, and I want to make sure that we don't gloss over that and we this is something that we are diving into because it's fascinating. But she, uh, the the woman in the clip there, she mentions it that when you are um, brought into the system and this birth certificate is created and executed, then that is a financial instrument and mm-hmm. essentially a commercial instrument. Yeah. And, and we don't have a clip for this particular episode. We'll have it in in subsequent ones. But there's actually like a trust that is mm-hmm. set up um, based on on your um, fictional personhood that is created through the birth certificate. And then that fictional personhood is essentially the entity, which, which by the way, it's a dead entity. Okay? Yeah. It's, it's not a living being. And if we want to think of it as uh, names on a piece of paper, Fabi mentioned it a, a second ago, a, a name in all capital letters is the fictional entity and the name as you and I typically sign things with fir- as we have been named by our our parents or whoever yes first letter capital rest lowercase you know that is us the real person and what's really crazy is you'll notice when you get things in the mail for certain things you know like whether it's mortgage statements or it will be or you when you're filing your taxes filing your, your name taxes. will be in all capital letters and it's because it's the fictional person the fictional entity that has the contractual agreements but not the actual real person and that's going to be very important as we explore this topic through this season and again this is truly an elephant and we're going to try to eat this a piece at a time but but we're actually still walking through this ourselves. but um it it, it, i I want another thing i want to mention is that um 
regarding the the uh, the investment um, or I'm sorry not the investment the financial instrument you can tell my, my mind's going 100 miles an hour because there's so mm-hmm. many ins and outs of this but yeah. the financial instrument is something then that the big banks and the government you know are actively trading, trading in the market on so the they, investment market you're being traded and so as a commodity so there is <laughs> Um, also, there are places you can go online, and once you triangulate in on specific numbers that are tied to your birth certificate and whatnot, you can actually view your trust. All the companies that are and, trading you. And you can see the companies that are trading your... Not you. Yeah, when I say you, let's separate. We're not the dead entity, okay? We're not. And the first step to getting out of the system is recognizing you were not this entity. But we'll talk more about what does it mean to be in the system and what does it mean to be out of the system and kind of compare. But going back to birth certificate, as we said, commercial instrument, and it states that you are now owned by the system or me or I said, your entity is owned by the system. So your entity is nothing more than a piece of cargo or a vessel or a dead person presumed to be missing, dead, or lost at sea. This is no joke. Yeah. It's like serious. <laughs> it's serious. So once you are legged into the system, so this global construct, the system, this global construct, you are now subjected to the laws of the state not the state that you live in like not the state of idaho not the state of colorado not the state of missouri not the state of kansas but the state of affairs so the global construct and i and just to give you a little bit of a frame of reference um because again your mind right now may be going what wtf what the hell are they talking about (laughs) and 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 i'll tell you (laughs) You and I looked at each other early on in this, and we're like, "What in what the fuck? What is yeah. what is this?" You <laughs> because know? I mean, people talk about getting out of the system, and you think, "What? You're getting out of the system. You're basically buying some land somewhere, and that nobody's at, and you're basically living off the grid, and you have your own animals, you grow, grow your own food, and all this, and you're self-sustained, and all that, and it's wonderful." But if you were still referring yourself as this entity that was created through your birth certificate and that works in the system, the government can basically come and say, uh, well, you don't really own this land. Even if you pay for it in cash, 100%, you don't really own it. They own it because they own the entity that you affirm that it is yourself through your birth certificate. Yeah. So, so it's it's really serious. And then when we go back to um, definitions of words, the the one I think that blew my mind the most was the parent. Mm-hmm. If you break down the word parent, what do you get? You get pair mm-hmm. and, and you get rent. A pair that rents. So they, the system and whoever are orchestrated the system hides all of this in plain sight. And, and there's many more examples of this. That was just one. Um, and it's one of those things where if it was just like one thing and you're like, okay, that's interesting. That's kind of coincidental. But th- there's just 
I mean, it's just example after example after example after example. Mm-hmm. And so um, we've been diving in now for, uh, I mean, pro- probably a good six, eight weeks that we've been mm-hmm. kind of r- immersed. That's why it took so long for us to get our first episode going because just the research because yeah, we wanted to do it last week but and we the just different didn't feel sources yeah but but uh you know things we want to cover here we're obviously talking about the birth certificate but then and, and we were specifically interested in that as far as you know uh, getting true ownership over our children then we kind of realized oh okay well we don't even have true ownership over ourselves yeah so so then i that, mean we do but in the system yeah presume that we don't so the journey here is to get out of the system but not in the way that we have been told that you get out of the system through the way you do this is going back actually this a lot of this work is based on the bible Mm -hmm. so the the history is in the New Testament of the Bible. And to me, as a person that's not, it's spiritual, but not religious. particularly religious. And, you know, there's so many religious texts throughout the world and different religions. I was taken a little bit aback. But one of the things that I heard, well, and that I know it's true, there is a Bible in every courtroom and the people in the system the orchestrators of the system would like for the bible to be out but it can't be out because this is all in there all this construct is in there through stories through metaphors and the more we research the more we even the way the birth certificate is printed and the way the ritual of a child being born, these are all in the Bible. If you look at some certain verses and certain stories, you can make correlations, which is really amazing. So now I am taking a look again at the Bible and what it says. I've been studying and being uh, following people that have studied this as well. And just the correlations are just astounding. So that's why I read that quote in the beginning, because there is a difference between who we truly are, created by God, what Genesis said, then God said, let us make mankind in our image and our likeness so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over livestock and all the white animals, all over all the creatures that move along the ground. And we're not saying this, or the Bible's not saying this, as you were like the supreme. You're not the supreme. You're Whatever more, created more stewardship, you right. is the supreme, but it's your responsibility as kings and queens of this planet where we're putting we're put in here to to care for the planet and the planet takes care of us but we are heirs of the creator. And so this is the most important piece that you need to understand to go through a process like that. You need to recognize who you really are. You are not the entity that was created in your birth certificate, but you are the king and the queen that has stewardship over this planet and are heirs of this planet. And and again, I think it should be noted that we are not... um, 
you know, unaware how foreign this must all sound, right? We were there. It still sounds foreign to us to a certain extent. We learn new things every day. So know that we're going to try to compartmentalize this in easy chunks. Uh, so hopefully, you know, walking through that uh, born of the water a few times here, okay, it's starting to kind of click. But then there's going to be, we're going we're gonna to take that into uh, you know, what happens in court, you know, how that's set up, um, you know. And also, there are step-by-step instructions on how to affirm who you are and how to remove yourself from the system. Yeah. So that's what we're going through this season. Now, yeah, I... Go ahead. Well, I'm just going to mention that we're, we haven't done this, okay? So we're... we're, we're this is one of those things I think we can all admit that... You can't just say, today, I'm going to do it, and then yeah. tomorrow you're... <laughs> you, you're going to have to essentially... Because they're... You know, well, you're the gonna, system is not going to want you to, to leave. They're not going to say, oh, wait. Yeah. It, for somebody that wants to do this, they essentially are going to have to decide and say that I want to become as astute as really an attorney, uh, you know, for my own purposes now not with with the law of the system but with the law with god's law and with mm-hmm. with you know that that original mm-hmm. law and, and you have to be able to to speak that truth because you have to do it confidently when you go yeah into you court have to embody who you are b- because they know how to root that out and well, you know they, turn the yeah, table on you how so. to manipulate so if you're not strong in your in your you're not convicted of who you are, then and they I, can tell. <laughs> and I also think it's important to note, um, well, what does this look like? I mean, who's doing this? And so from what we've kind of uh, uh, compiled and looked at, it, it appears, at least in the United States, that there's about 40,000 people who have declared this type of status. And again, this is going to be some language that we're going to be using as we go through this throughout the season, is that that's what you're doing. You're basically declaring your new status. You have the status that you've had since your mother signed the birth certificate, and now you're declaring a new status. That you are not that. That you are not that entity, that fictional that person. That you are, you know, king and queen, heir of this planet so i wanted to dive into this a little bit more and tell you what is the difference between you as the heir and you as the citizen and going back to definitions citizen actually means a servant of the state and through your birth certificate you're actually being volunteered to be a servant of the state and again we're not talking about the state that you live in we're talking about the state of affairs so this masonic system or this this banking system okay so um i ran across an article and i'm going to read a little bit out of it we're also going to put that in the show notes you guys can go and do your own research but um it talks about the meaning of citizen so one of the pe- uh, one of the people or one of the citizens that's the question that this article proposes so if you claim you are a citizen of the united states then it is strongly implied though not necessarily true that you are a subject to the laws you are subject to the laws of the united states 
On the other hand, if you are one of the people, then the people meaning the king and queen that was created by God or by the creator and heirs of this planet, then it is legally implied that you are a legal king with a sovereignty superior to that of the United States and subject only to the common law of the other kings or our peers, our brothers and sisters and on this planet. In short, the people are superior to the government. The government is superior to the citizen. That is the hierarchy. So when we talk about the, the government works for us, but then the government through this pandemic is imposing all kinds of stuff on us and forcing us to take experimental drugs, to uh, wear masks and do social social distancing and all this. And, and that is just, <laughs> that is just, you know, in that situation because you're also paying taxes, you're also doing all other sorts of things that actually demonstrate that you, the government doesn't work for you, you work for the government. Uh, so the government, um, so the people, the kings and queens are superior to the government. The government is superior to the citizens. That is the hierarchy. So people, government, citizens. So as a king, you are entitled to all the rights which formerly belonged to the king by his prerogative. You can do what you want to do when you want to do it. You have your own property in your own courts. There is no limit as to what you may may do uh, may do other than the natural limits of the universe and the sovereignty of a fellow sovereign. You should treat others, the other sovereign, in accordance with the golden rule, and at the very least, must never harm him. Your sovereignty stops where the other sovereignty begins. You are one of the owners of the American government, and it is their promise that they will support your sovereignty. You have no allegiance to anyone. The government, your only public servant, has an allegiance to you. Okay, so you as who you're meant to be, who you are. That's who you are, and the government has an allegiance to you. Now, as a citizen, through the birth certificate, as this entity that we're talking about, you are only entitled to whatever your sovereign grants to you. So your sovereign, then, is the government when you're a citizen. You have no rights. If you wish to do something that would be otherwise illegal, you must apply for a license giving you special permission. If there is no license available, and if there is no specific permission granted in the statutes, then you must apply for special permission or a waiver in order to do it. Your only allegiance is to your sovereign, the government, and that allegiance is mandated by your sovereign's law. The government, through not, uh, though absolute not absolutely sovereign, is sovereign relative to you if you claim to be a citizen of the sovereign. So when you say you're a citizen of the United States of America, you're basically inferior to your government and you have no rights. 
So here's a typical example. As one of the people, so the king and queen that we're talking about, you have a right to travel unrestricted upon the public highways. You have rights to carry guests with you in your, in your car. You have a right to own a gun, and that right shall not be impaired by your servant, your government. You have a right to a grand jury indictment and a trial by jury that is a trial directly by the people, not the government. Now, as one of the citizens, you may not travel by car unless you are either a licensed motor vehicle driver or you are a passenger with permission to be on board. Gun ownership is a privilege subject to definition and regulation. You do not have a right to a jury trial in all cases and no right to grand jury indictment. A trial is a trial by the government, not the people. If that makes sense. It does. Obviously, it's. I'm sure it's lost on a lot of people at the moment because they're still probably trying to chew over what we said <laughs> or earlier. Or maybe some, some of them already have an idea. But just to give you a frame of reference, who you are and who the system says that you are are two very different things. And I, I can hear the questions that are in people's heads because we had the same ones yes, you know it's like okay yes. well, how do you how do you travel how do you get a passport how yeah. do you how do you drive a car all of this how do you buy property you know and, mm -hmm. and, and guess what these are the things that we've been diving into and guess what there are methods for all of this yes and and uh i i will tell you at least from what we've consumed thus far my early opinion is that okay is this the way to go. I think that we are um, being pulled toward it, but um, we don't know enough yet, right? We're, we're in that process of mm -hmm. really diving in. And it's one of those things that we're going to be experts with it. If we decide to do it, we're going to be able to speak like an attorney about this type of stuff well, be before we attorney. get attorney. No, no, I just mean speak like there an attorney. Is, we we will also learn about attorneys. Yes, we will learn about attorneys uh, <laughs> in this season. process, which is which and is And what uh, does what does the word attorney really mean? Yeah. Okay, it's don't not, don't go there it's yet. It's not what you think. Don't go there yet. Um but uh yeah, again, we know that those questions are coming up and we are not obtuse to those. We mm -hmm. these that's why this is going to take several episodes to do. And if you have questions, again, don't forget if you haven't yet, join our Telegram group. And, and also, by the way, we would never tell anyone to go down this path just on what we are telling you. Mm -hmm. We're hoping just to whet people's appetite and where they say, okay, Empower look. How are you we, to research? We want to, I want to go out and I want to learn more about this. Because I know when you, we dive into like land ownership and uh -huh. things, I mean, that's going to blow your mind, yeah. you know, as far as how that's structured and how you're going to be able to really shore up what you're, uh, what you're purchasing through some of these techniques. So what we will be exploring this season, so the goal, is really learning how to take ownership of your vessel in three jurisdictions, which is land, air, and water. And the first step is in this episode, learn who you truly are, either through the Bibles or through your spiritual beliefs, um, Whatever drives you, the purpose of you in this planet, you know, just exploring what is your purpose in this planet, what you're here for, you know, getting quiet, thinking about it. 
What am I here for? What was I created for? It's starting there. That's the first step in recognizing who you really are. Okay, so we are about 45, 46 minutes mm -hmm. in. So we just wanted to kind of do that. Did you have anything else with, with this particular subject or can we kind of go into where we wanted yeah, to? Yeah, I think we should just let people digest. Let it digest. So what do you want to take like All this information. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to play like some meditation And you know, music. not assuming, I mean, I say it this way because for us really, this is completely foreign. We're like, what? Say again? <laughs> yeah. So maybe some people have already heard of this in passing or a friend maybe knows a whole lot about that. There's discussion about natural law versus common law. Um, and there's, again, so many different tribes doing things slightly different way, but with the same concept that we are not of the system or we are not. We're in the world, but not of the world. And it feels like this subject is really integrating everything I believed about spirituality and the physical world. It seems like they're coming together because really, I always believed that we were in the world, but not of the world. Beings of light having a human experience, experience as mankind. And even the word human, we're going to dive into that. Well, well <laughs> it's not what one would, would think that it means. And I've been doing my best to actually start referring to ourselves as mankind and not humans. Because actually the word human in legal terms means sea monster. And when you start talking about, you know, you are lost at sea, you know, it kind of makes sense. Yeah, you, you, you're giving them too much. I you're know, I much. know, it's a okay. lot. I'm going to start talking. Let's go just do a little update on the state of COVID in well, 2022. Well, well, the only thing I was going to end with is, because I mean, I think you have your angle mm -hmm. as far as how you're coming at this. And me, I'm looking at it, you know, we talked a little bit in, in past seasons where we said, okay, you know, what we're going through right now is like the chrysalis phase, you know, of the, of the caterpillar turning into the butterfly. Completely de deconstructing de ourselves. Deconstructing. Or but, idea of ourselves. But I think if we've learned anything in this process, and, and I can obviously only speak for myself, but it's that the system is not set up to really protect us. It's set up to uh, protect the system. And, yes. and and into uh, uh, essentially which uh, makes me think of the matrix yes 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 <laughs> but, let, but let me get my thought out okay yes. okay because I'm gonna forget it I, I forgot Go. it earlier but but um, what we didn't know earlier in previous seasons was what was the butterfly going to look like okay so I think at one point we thought I mean even I'll just go throw it out there you know we thought it was oh, okay, Trump is going to save the day. You know what I mean? I mean, mm -hmm. I think we, we were in that that mental space for a brief period, you yeah. know, and uh, he's going to be the butterfly, but we got to go through this uh, uh, rigmarole with Biden and whatnot, you know, for the public to see this. And I think... I mean, speak for yourself. No, no, no. <laughs> I, there was a... There was a... There, there was a... Uh, early on, back when the election was going on and all that... Okay, yeah. Well, we, you and I have had conversations. But anyway, well, we're, we're both well we're past We're going to have to that. agree to disagree. We're, we're both well past that now. But but my 
my my greater point though is that I think what has come out of learning some of this stuff, at least for me, is that okay, maybe the butterfly looks like a large portion of the public getting out of the system and saying, okay, look, we can't win trying to impact the system because the system is so inherently dirty and corrupt. So rather than trying to clean or as as Trump would put it, drain the swamp, mm-hmm. you just build your own system or, or you don't even need a system. You just take your own autonomy mm-hmm. and say, look, I don't need this jingoistic bs and i know that's going to be difficult for a lot of people to that accept it's difficult for us <laughs> well well i mean a lot of people have a lot wrapped up in the the uh the nationalistic you know the nationalism around you know being an american and mm-hmm. and, and all of that and the flag and all we that. did too well we did we because we, we, we didn't understand we, we, well we didn't understand so actually I, even the word understand is messed up okay stop it we didn't stop comprehend <laughs> <laughs> definitions, definitions, definitions. That's that's what you learn through the through this process. But but now I'm th- I'm starting to see that okay, look, this butterfly doesn't look anything like I thought it was going to look. Uh-huh. But it could be even better than I thought. Yeah. And so we're excited to explore this again. We don't know where it's going to go. And we're excited we, to take you on this journey with us. We we may come out the other end and say, okay, you know, after we looked at it. The risks didn't outweigh the rewards. I'm sorry, the the rewards didn't outweigh the risks. The risks did outweigh the rewards. So we may come to that conclusion, but we're going to go through that education with you here through this season. Yes, and and it it comes down to this concept. Slaves don't want to be free. It signals danger. Yeah. Because we know what it's like to be in the system because we've been led to believe for so long that we are these entities and so now that we know that we're not how do we build this nobody prepared us for that you know we didn't get educated for that we get we got educated to be in the system so there's a lot of deprogramming that goes along with that process and i believe that's the biggest hurdle the paperwork seems pretty simple straightforward but it's really that conviction in who you truly are that is very imperative, and it takes a lot of deprogramming to get there, at least for us. Well, and, and I think that uh, a great comparison is that you're going to have to stand in your truth. Yeah. And, and if you can't even go into a store that's requiring a mask, and you can't walk in in your own With truth. With fear that they're going to kick you out. Yeah, and, and, and not wear your mask. Well, then, okay, this is probably not the path for you. <laughs> okay. I mean, not saying that it starts there. It starts there. I mean, we've been having still such a, um, going through such a process in our children's school, Mm -hmm. you know? And uh, Liam and I really had a hard, I mean, mostly me, (laughs) I'm the troublemaker, Uh, having a hard time this week because I'm really standing in my truth and people don't. Don't want to be called out, <laughs> like that they're not really respecting your your freedom. They want to impose on you. They 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 feel like they have that power. And if an attorney tells them that they do, he's an attorney, and he probably knows more than you. And so, therefore, they're gonna do what this authority figure told them that they can do, without even 
doing any research without even hearing you out. So here we are, part of a community with our brothers and sisters, and they will even sit down with us face to face to yeah. talk about it. B- because of this fear of legal retribution, you know, they're in, or I mean, to me, I think they're just using it as a, as a, uh, as a crutch. As a crutch. As a, um, a way to blame you because yeah. they don't want to take responsibility. Yeah. Aren't you the aggressive one because yeah. you've brought because up you're the law. Standing in, because you're standing in your truth. And, and, here, so, and here, just to throw out something ironic, this just happened today, in fact, that uh, the, the, the school that our kids go to, they posted on Facebook a quote from Rudolf Steiner, who is the founder of the uh, uh, Waldorf uh, curriculum and, and educational Education. system. And uh, the quote is, our highest endeavor must be to develop free human beings who are able of themselves to impart purpose and direction to their lives. The need for imagination, a sense of truth, and a feeling of responsibility. These three forces are the very nerve of education. And so what a slap in the face to us parents who are Not parents, we're not parents. Okay, to us... (laughs) <laughs> okay, don't do that to me. Okay? Mothers okay. and fathers. To, the, to, to us mothers and fathers who are uh, fighting for their children to be able to make the decision for themselves that they trust their bodies, they don't believe they are uh, going to make other people ill by just existing, they uh, don't believe that you are sick if you have no symptoms. They're not letting those children do that. So there is this irony that you could cut with a knife that uh and and then they're posting stuff like this and then they won't sit down with us to talk about it and they won't sit down to (laughs) to talk about it so i mean it's really uh it's really interesting but um you know COVID as a whole right it's been the last episode we posted was uh right at the uh, uh, tail end of, of 2021. I think mm-hmm. we, we... It was like the last week. I think it was the 30th we published it. We had the interview with Christian, kind of the second interview with him. Telling us of all the amazing things that are coming, technology. Yeah. And, uh, and the new world. And, you know, there's a lot that's happened, but, you know, a lot has been the same in many ways, right? A lot of people, I think have just gotten uh what do they call that covid fatigue right mm-hmm. and and uh and it was interesting because uh, we have a clip we're gonna we're gonna play uh uh, uh or should we just play it now yeah Did you let's want to go ahead and play now? and then we can talk about it a little bit do you want to set this up this clip mm-hmm. so this is ben stewart which is a filmmaker um it's a documentary that he came out with not that long ago it now I, I forgot the name of it. Well, this is called Cycles of Time Pattern Recognition. That's mm-hmm. what it says. That is the clip. Super, superhuman. Is that, was that the name of the No, film? that was a, a name to the documentary. It's actually a sequel to a documentary that he made in the early 2000s, like 2008 or 2009. And we're going to post it in the show notes for sure. And I watched it a, a few weeks ago. And it's basically just putting the pandemic to perspective of other events we've gone through throughout history. Go ahead. Let's go ahead and take a listen, and then we can uh, follow up when we conclude here. Yeah. As humans, we've actually been through this pattern many times before. The only difference is the appearance of the outer thread. 
The inner threat is always that we will go into a fear mode, change our biochemistry, demolish our creativity, and convince ourselves that we are powerless. Think about it. All that has likely happened in your life since the coronavirus outbreak is that you and your family have watched mainstream or alternative media telling you what's happening out there. All of it sounds convincing enough, and every human around you is mirroring the same believed reality. Therefore, everyone is responding in a predictable fashion. Even conspiracy theories emerging in times like these is completely predictable. And prediction is the name of the game. Old paradigm views of an elite conspiracy had more to do with people, bloodlines, and prophecies. The conspiracy of tomorrow is centered around the use of technology. Therefore today, the conspiracy is the infiltration of human perception with the use of technology and algorithms. I bet you think you have access to the internet, don't you? I did. But the largest search engine, Google, currently indexes only 0.004% of the internet. Whistleblower Brittany Kaiser gave examples of how social media platforms like Facebook target extroverts with empowering activism ads, while introverts are targeted with paranoia pieces or contrived conspiracies, all to support a deeper agenda. This is where I had to stop and look at the nature of the content coming into my feeds. This shows that a certain amount of conspiracy is not only allowed, but it's predicted, hijacked, fabricated, and advertised to people, I guess, like me. This is calling for a more evolved approach to the solution. And maybe it's not about complex information anymore. If it becomes increasingly difficult to parse through so much contradictory information and reconcile real news from fake news, then take a tip from Paul Check and realize that the situation is calling you to develop your discernment, not blindly accept whichever has more bells and whistles. In order to really know how to proceed, we must deviate from being given our next chess move by the screens in our house and begin to evolve our consciousness rapidly in the coming weeks and months. This is not done by reading more articles, listening to more videos, or entertaining any more external ideas. It's done by climbing the ladder to see why the anthill has gone mad. From a higher perspective, it's easy to see that the coming tech revolution will harness the power of evolutionary history in a relative blink of an eye. So you found the name of that film, right? It's called Esoteric Agenda, and it's actually Esoteric Agenda 2, two or the sequel. And we'll post it in the show notes. But it was really interesting. It was basically a retrospective on... We've been uh, through the the last couple of years, and you know it kind of reinforces that idea that you really need to start um, going inward and really, you know, checking in with yourself and seeing okay what resonates, what doesn't resonate. Because again, there's so much information out there. Didn't he say like only point oh zero zero four zero four percent. Of the internet is of the is internet indexed. is indexed by Google now, and Google is by far, you know, the the most popular search engine. And I mean, and, and the other search engine engines are going the same direction. So it's like you can't really trust the information that comes to you anymore. And 
uh, we've for a lot of this content and even in this uh, new season, it is really coming from our tribe. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a friend of mine that went to the Health Freedom for Humanity event. And so started, she, heard, she heard it from the mouth of the person. She heard it from the mouth of this person, Robert Michael, and she started telling me about him. And immediately something inside of me resonated with this so strongly that I'm like, what else do you know about this person? You know, And so Robert Michael has a membership called the House of Marcus. It's a private membership that you join in there. He kind of tells his story and... Um, they walk you through the process. Walk you through the process and talks about what is most important really is your relationship with your source, you know, the source that created us and that um, placed us here in well, the here and the now. You know, and what spoke to me about that little clip there, um, they talked about discernment, you mm-hmm. know, and, and, and uh, you know, I was visiting with a friend of mine and, uh, you know, he was basically saying, you know, I'm going to step back a little bit you know i'm not going to consume as much content you know i feel like i i know what's going on Mm -hmm. you know i don't feel like there's anything new it's just like slight iterations of the same uh actions that keep repeating Mm -hmm. um which band talked about yeah and and and, uh, you know he said i i know how we're going to react in in situations if we're tested you know because mm-hmm. now i i, I kind of understand how the game is being played mm-hmm. and uh so you know i'm going to focus on my family and stuff and i'm like yeah that's great i think that's exactly what you need to do yeah you know but i mean it, it took a while to to ramp up and get that knowledge right mm-hmm. i mean i was pretty impressed with what he did in essentially a year yeah. right he did mm-hmm. what you and i i mean obviously for us it took years, it took years I right? mean, for us it took took a big life event a big trauma to be like oh my god what just happened yeah so things I, are, are are not what they seem but but i i agree and and i think you and i you know we enjoy putting this stuff together mm-hmm. you know and 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 kind of walking people through stuff and we also think it gives people a little bit of a, an insight into you know what we're thinking, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, uh, that helps us communicate with others. Cause you know, they're, they're learning about us without even talking to us because they're listening, you know, to, to the, uh, to the podcast and whatnot. But, but, uh, he goes to discernment and, and I think that's really what you have to do now. You have to get in this place where the, the, the new information that you have now is just getting you to see the world differently not in a negative space but i mean just see it and have awareness so that when certain things are popping up you're kind of able to hone your path in mm-hmm. a little bit better you know certainly mm-hmm. don't don't uh, uh, waste time understanding every single study and all of that 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 yeah. comes out you know uh when when you're forced with crossing a path and having to make a decision on a, mm-hmm. a treatment or something okay mm-hmm. then you can dive in you now have the tools you know where to go to get data but sometimes you got to go live life right mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean think about you know even the story of jesus the little that we know that's in the bible the accounts we know there's you know hidden books or but anyways the message that is there is there for everyone for a reason and going through this process it really sounds very similar to what he went through and for him he did go against the system and he started telling everybody 
you know, let's, let's. Oh, yeah. Th- think about that. That's actually yeah. pretty, I mean, that was probably the biggest go against the system, right? I mean. And what does the story say? <laughs> yeah. She was crucified, you know, tortured for three days. But then he died and resurrected. Mm-hmm. And this process we're talking about is very much like raising from the dead. Because as this entity in your birth certificate, you are presumed dead or lost to sea. And when you claim yourself as not being that entity, that's like resurrecting yourself from the dead. And there's a lot, there's a lot more that we'll, yeah. we'll talk about. I, yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing the people right now listening. Like, what? Dead? Why should you keep saying I'm dead? I don't understand. <laughs> well, the system is based on the book of the dead, people. Yeah, okay, okay. No, 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 no. Um, but, but anyway, from, from a, a COVID perspective, we, we don't want this season to be uh, really a rehash. I think we talked a ton about it, and you can't really get away from it. We're still probably mentioned here and there in a few episodes, but I feel like if you guys have been following every season we've been evolving we were in a place at one point where we thought everything was going to shit you know yeah excuse my french uh, but now we really are seeing the light at the end of the tunnel i think every season i think we saw a little bit more well i do wonder though i i i wonder if we'd feel the same way if we were still in a big city you know what i mean and and mm-hmm. and uh, would we would we still be stressed out about, you know, because, uh, you know, are they still enforcing masks on people? Yeah. And, and, yeah. and it seems like it's a mixed bag everywhere, right? If you're in California, you're screwed. But everywhere else, it's... <laughs> or, it, or New York. Yeah. It, everywhere else, maybe it's we relaxed don't know. pretty much. We don't know, right? Chicago seems bad. Yeah. You know, I think there's states where things are... Pre- it's it's kind of weird because we're like in this bubble here where the only place we even hear about this is our children's school <laughs> yeah if we, if we did not have to fight that i'm not even sure we'd have if a podcast we're not there, yeah <laughs> i mean if we were not there uh it probably yeah so so it's like when we get out of this little bubble it's hard mm-hmm. because we're not used to have to um affirm who we are and you know uh, uh, beings they're free to breathe fresh air as air being the source of life you know the thing that the first thing you do when you come out of your mother's womb is take your first breath and the last thing you do when you exit this to your next adventure you know exit this life or this existence is you take your last breath so mm-hmm. breath is essential for life and just for the system to be wanting to take your way away your ability to breathe freely shows that this system is not a system that was created for what God intended for us. It was created by this other entity that is not for God, that it's against God and is against God's creation. And I will say this also, if you are not a religious person and just the mentioning of like the bible gives you heebie-jeebies and stuff like that i want to tell you that that we are not religious i mean fabby's pretty spiritual i'm i'm not really anything i mean i mean so what i mean by that is um there can be situations where 
something like the Bible plays a key role with other people that think they have dominion over you. And even if you're not interested in the Bible and you don't believe in the Bible, doesn't mean that you're not being impacted by those words in some way. So it, it, it behooves you to have that frame of reference so that you know where you're encountering that and that mm-hmm. you can say, okay, this, okay, I, I heard about this. I, I, I heard about this is why they do that. Okay. That, that ties into this in the scripture and blah, blah, blah. So again, it doesn't mean you have to believe the Bible uh, for you to have that frame of reference and keep that with you. So I think that this season. But it is an important book to study because it's basically describing the system that we're in. Certainly, certainly. But I, I just wanted to preface that, you know, because we're because we're going to be talking about this a lot this uh, this season. At least I think we are. Obviously, mm-hmm. we let things evolve, but um, there'll be a lot of that, and so uh, uh, we just want you to know that it should be interesting whether you're a deep believer or not. Yeah, hold on to your seats. All right. It's going to be a wild ride. So on that note, I think we're good for episode one of uh, season five, and we really appreciate you guys uh, going on this journey with us, and we hope you stuck with us here for the remaining nine episodes of season five. And uh, with that said, Fabi, what do you want to tell everybody? Everybody, stay healthy, stay safe, and stay curious.